everyone. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Friends Missing Friends, where I'll share with you some cut material, or deleted scenes, if you will, from today's interview. I hope you enjoy. I mean, it also it feels like a common way young people lose people, I guess, too, which yeah. is extremely unfortunate. Um, and I think very hard to unpack for the people left over. And in some ways it could have been me, you know, um, you know, never, never quite. And I don't know. I just, I think about having, I mean, really struggled sometimes, really, really struggled. Um, Mm. And now being so, so grateful that it never got quite that bad. And mm-hmm. you can't know the future, but I like to think that that was out there for her. And I know at the time that's not something that she could see or access. Um, and even probably telling her something like that wouldn't have helped. But I, I do believe that there was a path filled with happiness. Maybe not an easy path, but a path that did have quite a lot of happiness that was out there for her. Um and I really, really wish she could have had that. May I ask how many years it's been? Yeah, I'm about to turn 28. And so it's been about eight years. A while. A while, but I feel like at eight years sounds like a long time. And in many ways, it's really not that long. I don't yeah, know. it's... It's both not that long and feels long. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, it's funny, like, as a developmental time, right? Like, I, like, was living, when I knew her, I was living the school I was going to again. I won't mention them because I'm going to talk about this. was basically (laughs) having, like, a housing crisis. Um, and so they had kids who were living in like kitchens and like living rooms and like random oh spaces that they'd like walled off. Um, and so I was living in a living room dorm, like a dorm's living room behind a curtain, right? Like that's <laughs> oh, where no. I was living. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. And, like it was just this like ramshackle little like dwelling I built in the living room and that were like that's cool that's good for you um and I look around at my life now and like I'm an adult with a career and living Mm -hmm. with my three cats and the love of my life in a beautiful place right like so much has changed Um, yeah yeah and so much for the better like it's I'm not a super nostalgic person every year I've lived I've liked better than the one before it I think I really 
struggled, Mm -hmm. especially as an an adolescent, terribly as an adolescent, but even as a child, like, I freaking hated being a child, and I had a pretty lovely childhood, but, like, I wanted car keys in my own apartment. Like, I really (laughs) craved independence from birth, (laughs) Um, Mm. even though, like, I have, I've, love my family. I have a beautiful family. Um, I had an extremely lucky childhood. Um, but what I love more is I love being an adult and determining my own destiny. And I, I know she felt that way too. Um, mm. and we were just, oh gosh, we were just almost free of childhood but especially teenagerdom which is horrible <laughs> the it's worst such a time. hard such a hard time uh, the worst time and like in your early 20s you're still almost in the echoes of that right you're just kind of oh, cracking yeah. out of the the yucky egg that is being a teenager um <laughs> and Oh, God, I wish she would have had that, you know? Um, oh, I've, I just wish, like, you know, all the complications of that, like, first steps into adulthood and, like, your first relationships and, like, who you're dating and then you're breaking up, you know, like, just the general, like, anguish and torment of that time ends it really does it ends mm-hmm. and like I feel like god we were like almost through it um yeah it's right at that uh, cusp that age yeah and of course you know we know that so much of our mental health is chemical and trauma-informed, right? And both of those things can and often are lifelong sources of difficulty, of pain. And I'm not saying she would have broken out of her early 20s and suddenly been free of that. Um, I know firsthand that you're not, right? Um, But it's, I mean, it isn't the same as those, like, anguished early adulthood years. It isn't. Um, Mm -hmm. at least for me, it hasn't been. And I really wish that for her. I wish she could have her own sweet little home somewhere with someone who really loved her or peacefully alone or whatever would have felt wonderful. Yeah. What you said earlier really stuck with me where you said, like, the therapist said to write her a letter and you're like, but I want to hear from her. It's not that I have things to yeah. tell her. I want her to tell me things. And I've never heard someone word that so perfectly. But that's exactly the f- the feeling mm. of frustration whenever I've also been told to do that. I'm like, but that's not. Like, there is some healing with it, but it's also, like, not what you really want, right? Yeah, like, I don't know. I almost don't. What did I have to say? Like, I loved her. I was just starting to love her. Um, 
but there's so much more. Um, like, I wish she could call me and, you know, tell me about some, like, cool new job, or, like, you know, she's directing some cool theater company in, like, I don't know, some cool Shakespeare company in, like, western Maine or something cool you know like that's the sort of Mm -hmm. I could see her doing something like that you know um living in like some cool smaller northeastern town directing theater right like I would have loved loved to hear everything um yeah I feel like that's my biggest wish you know I I've I'm very, very fortunate in that, like, when I think, like, oh my gosh, I've got a thing to share, right? I do have people to share it with. I'm very, very fortunate um, that I have, you know, my lovely family and then a few really awesome ride-or-die friends. Um, Mm. But she could have been one of them. if I told you but I've when I searched the internet and this was several months ago so maybe now it's different I Mm. honest to goodness couldn't find a single grief group for people who had lost friends not a single one on the entire internet (laughs) like what that's crazy the internet is extremely vast (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> and I even had my friend search for me too. I was like, "Am I just bad?" Oh at my Googling? gosh! I had like my friend search, and she was like texting me, like, "Oh my god, Hannah, I can't find anything either. This is crazy." There are specific groups for like specific people who like have crushes on like specific characters from Scooby Doo, right? Like, <laughs> I, there's like so. <laughs> There is, like, some, like, Team Fred from Scooby-Doo fan club, and there's no group for, like, people who have lost friends, which, like, if we all live long enough, we will lose a friend at some point, right? Yeah. Like, somebody's got to go first. We can't, I mean, there's, like, a very sweet Winnie the Pooh cartoon that makes its way around sometimes that he's telling Christopher Robin if you live to be a hundred, I want to live to be a hundred minus one day. So I never have to live without you, oh my God. which like shatters oh my, my heart. God. Um, and I feel that way about all my friends. Like, can we schedule everybody at like 104 going out on one day and then I can go out the day before so I can just <laughs> never have Aww. to face any grief, you know, yeah. um, and never have to be without you. Um, but unfortunately that's not, the way it works (laughs) it's wild that this like extremely universal experience has no specific home i'm sure there's they're out there somewhere Mm. but they should be easy to find they should be easily accessible completely because there are for other sorts of loss i mean there totally are Mm -hmm. yeah you know that's just that's it's not like unbelievable like I don't believe it but it's unbelievable like there's groups for everything 
and why not that? I mean, it's funny. It's not, uh, it is certainly not what Oscar Wilde meant when he said the love that dare not speak its name, but in some ways it Mm. sort of is too, you know, like Mm -hmm. why are we pretending we don't love these people who mean the world to us and who are often so much more lasting than like romantic relationships I don't it's understand. Been my experience, at least, they definitely last longer than romantic relationships. Um, yeah. But yeah, I know that's not the case for everyone. But um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. That's that was a big motivator for me doing this podcast. That's wonderful. I'm glad you are. Um, I think we turn to other people's stories to see ourselves reflected and not feel alone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this seems to be an area where those stories are for some reason not told the way other ones are. Thanks for listening. Friends Missing Friends is produced by me, Hannah Rumsey. Sound engineering is by co-producer Eric Siegling. Original music is also by Eric, featuring The Lost Wayne. Artwork is by Heidi James. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we can cherish and remember the friends we miss. See you next time.